training camp update week two plus new john the taylor information coming to you right now there's no better way to get better at football than playing football so if you want to i've always been confident in my abilities i think you know i'm a guy that can go out there and i always believe in myself that i'm gonna get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball the third right end zone shot for pierce he caught it oh what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. He is Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code ColtsCast for 20% off and free shipping. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, cordless trimmer, has a rotary wheel, gives you 20 hair cutting links with one guard. So, you know, any beard, it, it, it fits that perfectly. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right. Face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard links in just one guard. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code ColtsCast at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code ColtsCast. Manscaped Beer Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 links. Jamal, let's get right into it. Let's talk training camp. Um, you know, Monday was the, the, the first full day of full pads. They're ramping up. But... You know, it, there's there's been a lot, and I mean a lot, that's kind of gone on since the last time we recorded. And I think we recorded, what, Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday. Look, Zach Moss, let's talk about him first because, you know, we got to talk about the running back situation. Suffered a broken arm at practice on Monday. He's expected to miss around six weeks. Super unfortunate given the Jonathan Taylor situation, like, you know, and and – not to bring up Jonathan Taylor, but he looked pretty lifeless watching the other running backs. Um, so, and then I that back pain situation, I don't even want to talk about it because I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if he's hurt. I, <laughs> I, I'm waiting for some clarity before I even get into that. But you know, what you think, Jamal? What's going on? Oh man, I think it's a bad time to to be a Colts fan, especially with this running back situation. It's been getting rough. You know, Zach Moss, like you mentioned, broken arm, going to be out for quite some time for us. Um, and Jonathan Taylor, although I know we, you said you didn't want to touch on the the back pain, he looked a lot better walking today than he did yesterday. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of people were talking about the the quote limp he had or like the old man walk he was kind of giving yesterday. That was only like one or two steps he took today when he was walking across the field. He looked pretty good overall. He looked like he was moving just fine. So, um, you know, good. I'm glad to see that. Uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about, you know, what Jonathan Taylor and, and everything that's going on with him and kind of people are still getting upset about everything that's going on. And and I may dive into that a little bit more here in just a couple of minutes. I don't want to, you know, take away from the rest of training camp, but I do think it's important that we still you know, kind of touch bases on that we'll come back to it though uh so what i kind of like and what i saw today at training camp um uh was just based off what i've read read in a couple videos i saw on twitter and things like that Gardner Minshew, you know he went with 10 of 20 of 12 with three touchdowns one to downs one to grandson and one to strong um and a pick six towards the end that was per george brimmer and then anthony richardson went four of eight um and ended with the interception by khalid kareem um per james boyd so 
you know, not the hottest day for Anthony Richardson. It, it's 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 interesting to see how he's you know just kind of progressing on that first full day for Pats with him. Uh, Garner Minshew started off hot. It looks like and when he went for those three touchdowns, but ended on that pick six is not what we want to see. But you know, it's it that's what we're here to do. We're here to practicing it better. So I'm glad to see that these two guys were out here today trying to get a little bit better and and go through the adversity that is learning a new offense. Uh, more so for Anthony Richardson, but then for Garner Minshew having to learn new players and kind of learn the ins and outs of them. Yeah, because they're, they're not going to ball out every single time they're on the field. Like exactly. That, that's just not going to happen. Like our defense is going to make stops. Um, you know, Anthony Richardson is going to have them growing pains. You know, he sat out of practice Monday, too, with that that minor surgery to correct mm-hmm. that nasal septum. Um, but yeah, he was back out there Tuesday. You know, he struggled. He definitely struggled. Had a rough outing. Defense was killing it today. But that's gonna happen. Yeah. I did see that he he gained some weight though. Like that man's around two forty eight now. Yeah, putting on like, the pounds. Scared. Putting, yeah, putting on muscle mass. Like yeah, he oh like. <laughs> yeah, keep going though. Keep going. All, all I'm gonna say, if I'm a linebacker or a safety, I'm not stepping in front of him. He's running at me full speed. That's just the end of that conversation. <laughs> um, you know, Aaron Donald, something like that. Sure, I may test him, but besides that, I'm not. I don't know if I'm stepping up to him. Um, but I did find it interesting though. You know, as well as good as Josh Downs played today, because I saw some videos of him and he looked like he was just getting the ball and able to to catch and run. Look so. <clears throat> But I want to know why he's on that second team. Get him out there at the first team. Let me see what he can do with that first team work. I know Isaiah McKinley, you know, he's brought in. Or McKinley was brought in for all that stuff. Man, but listen, hey, I'm all about Josh Downs, dog. If, if he can produce, let the man get out there at the first and let him go ham. Bang the table for this guy. Y'all doubted him. Y'all doubted him. Exactly. Look, he's, he's out there catching one-handed balls, burning guys 1v1. You know, I... I think, yeah, he so he's running with the twos, but like, I don't know. If he looks this legit from the way we see it at our house, I don't know. He may challenge Pittman for, for the most targeted receiver this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to make that bold prediction because like he's just going to be able to get open so often that Richardson or Minshew, that they, they have to take that free first down, right? Yeah, safety net all day. Take that all day. Yeah, he looks brilliant, and I can't wait to see more of him. Josh Downs, baby. Absolutely. I know I was reading a couple of things that said Mike Strong had a nice day as well. Uh, glad to see him back out there. Um, you know, I know he had a couple of promising catches during the preseason last year for us, but it didn't really trans, uh, translate onto the regular season. Um, so I'm ready to see if he can get back out there and do something. Uh, I know we got a packed wide receiver room now. It's getting it's, it's, it's getting time where the studs are going to show up and show out. So I'm hoping that, you know, he can be a part of that this year because I think that he – can it continue to grow and elevate? Um, you know, I, I I think that a lot of these receivers, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I think a couple of our receivers on our team have that ability, like you just mentioned, to outwork Michael Pittman Jr. I know that he's been that guy for the team, uh, you know, for the past couple of years, but I, I don't want to see another 98 reception, you know, 950-something yard season. I, I want to see him elevate that game. I want to see if you're going to have that many receptions, you need to clear that 1,000 mark easy. And I think there are other receivers out there who I don't want to say the throne is for the taking, but they want to come out there and show what they can. We haven't really seen a lot of Alec Pierce. Yeah, we saw that bomb he caught the other day, but I, I know he's been developing. Um, you know, I know that he's worked with Reggie during the offseason, got into that yoga and all that stuff to kind of get more flexible. We already know what Josh Downs could do at Carolina. Now we're seeing what he can do on the next level 
And Reggie said it himself that he was the best wide receiver in the draft. So you already know the confidence is there. So I don't know, man. Michael Pittman has the has the opportunity to get overshadowed by some of these receivers. I think this this and I know people don't want to hear it, but hey, we're gonna talk that talk, man. If you wanted to be the hot take for us, Eric, all I'm saying, I mean, you 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 mentioned it with Josh Downs, dog. Yeah. So like you said, pack wide receiver room. I mean, you gotta think Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce, Josh Downs. Uh, Ashton Doolin, people forget mm-hmm. about him, underrated stud. Uh, Brashad Perryman, we also signed him this season. Isaiah McKenzie, Mike Strong. We got a lot of people. We got a lot of people in this wide receiver room, and everybody can't make it. So it'll be interesting to see who makes that cut, you know, when once we get the regular season started. But yeah, I, I mean, Josh Downs ain't getting cut. No. Alec Pierce ain't getting cut. Michael Pittman. No. So, like, you know. Josh Downs, I, I really think, yeah, he, he's going to be an integral part to Anthony Richardson's development. And I just, oh, I can't wait to see him show out. Might have to get his jersey. Mm. I, I already, I, I'm not buying another jersey until Nike decides to stop giving me these kindergarten jerseys that rip or <laughs> they start to fade after like two washes. I ain't doing it no more. When Nike can step it up, I'm going to get a new jersey. But until then, I'm, I'm boycotting them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, still no Julius Brents or Darius mm-hmm. Rush. Haven't got to see our rookie corners. That really sucks because that's that's a very vulnerable group right now. I think Dallas Flowers is is battling out with some some other young corners, but really want to see what our what our early round picks you know can do. But um, and they're recovering from some injuries, so it's like that right now. Uh, Shaquille Leonard, I believe, sat out uh, during parts of practice mm-hmm. for like the eleven on eleven things like that. That's fine though, as long as we get get our guy back healthy, you know. Because yep. since entering the league in 2018, he's the only player with 15 plus sacks and 10 plus interceptions, according to NFL stats. Mm. So, like I said, we get that man back healthy, it will have an extremely positive impact on our defense. So, prayers to the football gods, you know. We because <laughs> he, yeah, he needs a lot of it. Yeah, he needs it. Absolutely. Uh, And Eric, just one touch on the, you know, just the running back situation, not even so much Jonathan Taylor, which I'll talk about him in just a second. But, you know, we did have, of course, Zach Moss injury yesterday. He's out for the foreseeable future next six weeks or so. But we did pick up an undrafted free agent, uh, Toriano Clinton from University of Indianapolis. Mm. Um, And this guy, I mean, his college stats were phenomenal. And according to Adam Schefter, I mean, he was he was the all time leader in rushing yards, total touchdowns, rushing average. Kick return average had 19 100 yard rushing games and seven 200 yard rushing games. I mean, that that's that's phenomenal. Um, I like what I see there and it, and it sounds good. I just want to know how that's going to transition into the NFL level of competition. I think that that's where we're going to have to to wonder. And I really think right now, Eric, with all that's going on, as much as I hate to see, I don't I, like I never want to see a player get hurt. Uh, I, I never want to see the, the John Taylor situation continue on like it is. But now the Colts are starting to get to that position where they said, you know, we can plug and play who we want to. We're going to see if that's true. Can you really just plug and play who you want to in this offense? Because it's going to start getting ugly, you know, as more players. I know a lot of people are high on some of these running backs that, that we have right now. But, guys, we got to remember, like, I know the expectations and the excitement are just all over the place with Anthony Richardson here, with Josh Downs here, the speed's a factor. Uh, everybody's, everybody's stepping up. That we're going to miss. And I don't care who you are. I don't care how you want to slice it. You may not want to hear it, but you're going to miss that elite level of playing or that cushion that you have with a running back like Jonathan Taylor, a, a veteran player like that in your backfield. 
You know, we, we see we see kind of what happened with the four and eight day today for uh, Anthony Richardson. I wasn't there, so I can't speak on exactly whether it was pressure, but the defense was playing that well. Maybe he had some overthrown balls, whatever the case is. However, I can tell you that not having a presence, especially when it comes to game day, that's going to make a difference for us. You can you can say it however you want to. You know, I've, I've read people talking about how they're already getting rid of the jerseys or they don't like this or all this other crap. And I'm just like, you know, that that's a bit far. I got to rely. Exactly. <laughs> I know the fans are mad with what's going on right now. But let's be honest with ourselves, guys. If let's say for whatever reason, all this ships out just fine. We resign Jonathan Taylor to a contract, you know, or we, we, we make a deal. We say, hey, you know, you you play your butt off this season. We'll get you the, the contract you want next season. If that happens, the same people who are talking this noise right now about how we don't need JT, we don't want JT, will be the first ones with their jerseys on, cheering on JT at the stadium, yelling. And you can't get pissed if JT decides that I'm here to play yeah. for my money. The only thing I want to do is play for money. I don't want to have fan interaction anymore because if I were somebody in a position, which he's yeah. not in the right at any point, guys, Jonathan Taylor is not in the right at any point right now. I'll be the first person to tell you all that. He is not. However, however, if I were in that situation and I got what I wanted and people dogged me like they did, yo, my job is to come out there and get paid to do what I do. I don't have to have the interaction anymore. So you got you, you we just we just gotta we gotta be clear with that, guys. You can't just sit here and say that we can throw your best player out, the best player on the offense. The best player on the offense, and it doesn't matter anymore because we have these new players that are in here. Talk to him. Get it off your chest, man. We just got to wait and see. I'm excited for Richardson. I'm excited for Downs. But I know we got a brand new offense, a brand new head coach, a brand new rookie quarterback. We don't have an elite wide receiving core right now, guys. We don't have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith standing beside each other on the field. So we can't sit here and act like we can't. We're gonna we're gonna not feel the presence of having an elite running back in the backfield, guys. I, like I said, John the Taylor is not in the right, but we can't deny what is truth. That's all you, Eric. That's a lot right there, man. It, hey, man. It's not like you've been wanting to talk about Jonathan Taylor. It's 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 just frustrating. It's infuriating me. I understand people's passion. I understand people are upset about the situation because I am too. But I just also want people to realize that like. You downplaying the situation is not going to resolve anything. You downplaying it is not going to make anything any better. We're in, we're in a tough spot right now. No one wants to be in this spot. And like I said, JT is not right at any point in his standpoint for what he's done. But I also just can't sit here and act like putting a third string running back in or a fourth string or an undrafted free agent is going to come in here and produce the same thing that John Taylor did until I see it, until I see it. Yeah, I saw some people downplaying Jonathan Taylor's, um, you know, play up until now just because they were saying, oh, he hasn't done anything since 2021. I don't remember. I, I guess you guys don't remember what he did in 2021. I Talk mean, we're him. talking 1,800 rushing yards with 18 touchdowns. He was our offense. You have to admit that. He mm -hmm. was our entire offense. And I, I read this one ESPN stat saying the QBR drops when Jonathan Taylor is not on the field for any quarterback, you know, under center. So you got to think about this from a Anthony Richardson development standpoint. You know, he's not going to have that extra cushion back there. You know, he defenses might not be honest. Uh, Richardson's got to do it. There's going to be much more on his shoulders because they're not going to fear that other guy in the backfield. So Jonathan Taylor, like, I know you guys say running backs are replaceable. I've probably said it before, but 
you know, having an elite running back back there, it, it does mean something. Mm-hmm. And we did pose that uh, NFL trade scenario. Um, was that yesterday? Yeah. Where the Colts receive a second round pick and a seventh round pick. And we send them to the, <laughs> the Patriots. I'm going to choose the <laughs> Patriots. Um, and would that be fair compensation? Uh, we just, you know, threw that out there just to see what everyone thought. And mostly it was just people saying, you know, they're not going to trade anything to the Patriots. Even Robert Mathis, he quote retweeted <laughs> us and said, I wouldn't give a banana Laffy Taffy for a great Laffy Taffy. We love you, Robert Mathis. But anyway, uh, it was it was much more centered around that we're not going to give anything to the Patriots more than, you know, is this fair compensation for a guy who's going to be a one year rental for the other team? So we just want to put it in everybody's mind, you know, have a discussion, make people think, oh, think yeah. outside the box for a little bit. But Jonathan Taylor, like we're going to notice the difference if we end up trading him. And now, like, I don't know, just the stuff I'm reading. Stephen Holder reported that like the, what we see on the surface, like we think it's bad, like the relationship with Taylor and the organization is bad. It's actually worse. It's actually worse behind the scenes. So I don't I don't know if he plays for us. Jim Mercer says we're not going to trade him. But do you know how many times I've heard a front office member, an owner, a coach, somebody say we have no plans in trading X, Y and Z. And then a fucking like a week late. It, sometimes it'd be like two days later. That man gets shipped off like we. You have to take every, especially Jim Mercer, you okay. have to take everything with a grain of salt. So we're going to be closely monitoring the situation, but I, I think it's 50 50 right now if, if Taylor really plays for Indianapolis in 2023. I, I just honestly, I feel that in my heart. Just, I feel something is, is th- there's a storm brewing and yeah. <laughs> it's really about to be Evan Hole in the backfield. I mean, it, it really is. Deion Jackson. That that's what I see right now. So yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're 100 right on that. We'll see, messy, man. Messy, messy, man. Messy, and we ain't talking about Lionel Messi. I'm trying just, to tell you, it's <laughs> messy, guys. <laughs> Jamal, you got anything before we wrap up? Nah, man. Uh, we appreciate everybody dropping in as always, man. We love interacting with y'all. So y'all take care and 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 have a good one. And let's keep it rolling, man. The week is the week is still early. We got a couple days left of training camp for this week, so let's enjoy the news while we can. Let's let's yep. Let's keep it rolling. If you've gotten this far, please like the video. Please comment below. Let us know your thoughts. We like to see them. We like to read them. Um, we will reply. So just 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 drop your thoughts down. That's gonna be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. We are live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Peace. Peace.